Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are back. I had to check my shirt. I thought that first clip, I thought we were like going. (laughs) I made that for me. This is an imposter. It's a robot. I made that for two reasons. One, to piss you guys off. Two, I had a good it was a good idea at the time. And then when YouTube doesn't allow me to download my own videos, there's a scam. (laughs) Or when it says like 16, it told me 16 hours to download this video. And I was like, nope. It doesn't help that our podcasts are like four hours long normally. I even picked the short one. So I think YouTube is just like, nope. You said some bad things on your dong mask. That's one I couldn't download. It literally said 16. I, I tried. I tried. You need to make a gif of me with that on and just spin around like, you know, when Dwight Schrute was impersonating everybody in the office and he was like spinning around. Like, I need to do that. And we just get one of those pendulum swings. Just a montage like you doing that, Brad with a hat, me in a different thing, and you back with the dog. Brad with his tinfoil hat holding an Adidas basketball. There you go. Yeah, no, I need that shitty uh, basketball they play with at Wisconsin that no other school played with. The rock ball? Yeah. Wisconsin's a bigger media market than Denver, just so you know. Reason I have headphones in. Yeah. Well, that's, that's why I can say this. All right, this is a slapdick podcast brought to you by. <laughs> We're starting off hot. We're rusty. We're a bit rusty. A little bit. Welcome okay, back. welcome back, everybody, after that. We're back. We're back with our slapdick sessions of 
sports, college football? I don't know. Maybe. Well, this is week zero, technically, I guess. Is that what they call it now? What happened to that? It used to not be a thing. Well, because technically week zero is not a week. Yeah, it's like their their, uh, kickoff week where they put all the crappy teams. But people are going to watch because they're so starved for football. Yes. All right. Well, I know Coach West wants some hot topics. We usually start with some hot topics. Let's get steaming. So Coach West can start with his hot topics, but first of all, he has his Alabama hat on because he went to Alabama. Yes. He's now working for Nick. He's working for Nick Saban now. So this is the hour that we get him away. I am the Brad Miller, Stephen Kachevsky, my mom and dad, assistant, the assistant of the assistant of the head coach. (laughs) Brought to you by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You're going to get kicked off. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Coach West is now the assistant to the assistant of the ground and maintenance of the football field at Alabama. No, buddy. Let's not dress it up. I just make sure the urinals have the cookies in them. Do you make sure Nick Saban has his shoes? No, I'd get fired for that. So (laughs) they they relegated me to urinal cookie duty. (laughs) Um, I will say this. So when we went there, which by the way, you guys have to go there one time and you'll realize how shitty of a campus the U of I is. Like there's not a blade of grass out of place on the Alabama campus. It's like insane. Um, but there was a gate and my wife talked me out of sneaking into the stadium because it was open for some maintenance work. And I thought, hmm. Let's just see what's in there. I started walking. She goes, what the hell are you doing? I was like, eh? <laughs> I thought this was a good idea. This is for the podcast. This is research. I am yes. here on the ground. I'm going to go streaking across the grass with nobody here. Just to say I did it. Yeah, Definitely won't get in trouble at all. No. No, it's like. Dude, they have, like, the statues of all the national champion coaches, and it's like the walk of champions or whatever. Oh, it's insane. Then their little, like, uh, museum that they have, like, they're running out of room for all their bull trophies. So, like, they have this big, huge museum. But when we went to Illinois thing, they have, like, the one little wall of stuff from 1940s. Yeah. But you look at, like, the fraternity and sorority houses, and they're nicer than any house you've probably ever seen. Like, Illinois is like, well, this fraternity. We got our fan back. Yes. (laughs) Get that man a (laughs) T-shirt. Freaking, uh, like, they have parking garages in the middle of their fraternities and sorority houses. And then they have, like, gated security. They don't let you go down those roads. Really? Yeah, it's a pretty swanky place. Damn. Yeah. Then you go to the U of I, it's like, oh, the gate's open. I'll just walk in and say hello. They're like, hey, how's it going? Well, the rugby house had too many underage drinking parties, so it's for sale. (laughs) (laughs) No. I remember one of my friends actually like lived there. 
Like it truly was for sale. They lived on campus. Oh, really? Yeah. Like nine bedrooms. They were I remember SIU's rugby house. And like you'd walk in there and the floors like literally just had a puddle of beer wherever you were at. Probably like it, too. You were constantly walking through about this much stale beer on the floor. I have a story about EIU's rugby house, but that cannot be recorded. Fair enough. Fair enough. And I did All right, so what's, wrong. Our, what's our first hot topic, Steve? What are you gonna what are you gonna bring up that I'm it's going not, to it's not my hot topic, it's your hot topic, but I mean, Mitch Trubitsky just showed up to Chicago and said, this is my city. I am John Wick. And just. No, I'm pretty sure he was like, I'm, I'm your dad now. He's he actually just... John Wick's, uh, like, jo- John Wick is Mitch Trubisky's apprentice. After that performance. So let's look here. Oh, Justin Fields looks a very Northwestern-ish. Nine for 19 with 80 yards passing. But you know what I did see this morning just to stir the pot? They said, oh, you want to talk bad about Justin Field? He's behind the third string O-line. So that was their excuse. When you're it's that the same guy, O-line. And I was going to say, we don't have a third string O-line. We have, <laughs> we have six O-line that play the whole preseason game. Honestly, he had the Borum guy in front of him, and I think he's better than the starter. <laughs> so, um, and when you're like – I'm not going to say he's not talented. He is athletically far more gifted than anybody else on the field. Who just when he's playing against the third stringers, right? Like, let's just be honest. But Andy Dalton, aside from that freaking 70-yard completion, 73-yard completion, 11 completions for 73 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Or actually one interception because the 73 yarder was a touchdown. So that, that interception was bullshit. Receiver fell. Yeah. But Andy Dalton's still terrible. So <laughs> let's see here. So Andy Dalton's terrible. Mitch Trubisky's terrible. Nick Foles is terrible. When are we going to look at the common denominator here? Because we could keep rolling through quarterbacks, but eventually. You have to fire Matt Nagy. And Jim Miller, you fat piece of shit. You can't talk shit about throwing six-yard passes that turn into 13-yard gains if you're not going to talk shit about the Chicago Bears offense because it's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. And they're already touting Darnell Mooney as like some super stud, and it's like he's a complimentary number two. He might not even be a starting wide receiver at the University of Alabama. Oh, probably not. Because I missed the game. So I got to watch it last night. They replayed at like 6 o'clock. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I want to see what the hype was. And someone I went to high school with, and you all know, and I'll tell you afterwards, defriended me on stuff because I shared something on Facebook. And I said, I'm not sold on Justin Fields. And he's like, you're a high school coach. You have to be positive to everything. And I said, if you don't like what you see, don't read it. Like, Is is he shooting rainbows out his ass or what? Because – I can be critical of Justin. I can be actually I'm more critical of Matt Nagy than I am Justin Fields because Justin Fields in the right system could be all right. Well, that's what happened. I said, hey, let me rephrase what my sense. All I said was not sold. 
for two reasons. One, I wanted to stir the pot with people on the Justin Fields bandwagon. We all know this. But two, yeah. I really wasn't sold because it's the preseason. Like, I'm not – like, this isn't something that I'm going to hop on. So and so then I rephrased I, it. I said, Justin Fields is really athletic. We can't take that away from him. He can no. throw a good ball. We've seen yes. it. I'm not sold because of who's calling plays, and I'm really just upset because – you have the same quarterback and Mitch. He's just Justin Fields is more athletic. If you don't call the game the way it's supposed to be called, he's not going to be good. And what did you see with Mitch in the couple first drives? Short passes, ran the ball, and got him outside the pocket. Yeah. So like, in reality, like this is what I don't understand is if you're San Francisco, having seen what Trey Lance is at this point versus seeing what Justin Fields is, you got to think you made a mistake. What's, did you watch the whole, did you watch like all of Justin Fields' stuff? Yeah. Okay. I think, I think Justin Fields is just, he's more polished than Trey Lance. I think he's a better athlete. If you're San Francisco and want to win right now. Yeah. You know, you Chicago, though, they have a thing with drafting injured people, and after he took that second sack, started favoring that hip all over again. And that happened in practice. You see the video last week? No. He got hit or something, and he was, like, hobbling off, and they said get out, and he wouldn't get out. So he, like, told the coaches, no, F you, I'm going back in, and his hip started to hurt again because he almost didn't play. See, I'm wondering if there is more there because let's go ahead and be honest here now. The whole Bears medical staff just needs fucking fired. They have a consortium where they get with like eight teams. You can't spend first and second round picks on dudes that are going to need back surgery. Hate to tell you that. They ain't going to last that long in the NFL. Especially when now you're depending on 40-year-old Jason Peters. (laughs) Whose last good run was in 2018. Exactly. And it wasn't even that good. Last year, he had a PFF grade of, like, 65. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting scary. You got to rely on him. Jimmy Graham's old now. I know he's still good, but, like, damn, you're expecting him to go do this. You have an old line that cannot stay healthy throughout the offseason. But Jimmy Graham is not going to be utilized the way Jimmy Graham needs to be utilized. Look at the first five games we played last year. We won. We used him in one-on-ones in the red zone where he just basically box a fucking corner out, catches a touchdown, and then all of a sudden Jimmy Graham just disappears for eight weeks. Well, it's the same thing. It's the same thing we dealt with. We'll talk about this later, but same thing we dealt with at Illinois last year. We had two really good tight ends that only run five-yard out routes. It's just the offensive play calling is just garbage. Matt Nagy – I was on board with Matt Nagy because I felt like, okay, we're going to be competent. And then that one year has turned me into three years, which is going on a third year of bullshit. Because this is just going to be a year of bullshit. I don't know if you guys have looked at the schedule, but Chicago, they could play their best and only win six games. On a 17-game schedule. Yeah. It's rough. I I put a bet in on the under because their over-under is eight games. Yeah, I think they'll definitely be under. Yeah. I honest to God think they will split with the Lions. And the Lions are going to play tougher. 
They're going to yes. be real tough. They're going to bite some freaking kneecaps. So Justin Fields better watch out for that hip because that's what's coming. Well, and how long do you ride with Dalton? Because Dalton, he's the same thing as Nick Foles. But I don't want to put Fields out there. No. To play behind that line. Because Fields, Fields right now plays like a homeless man's Aaron Rodgers. Like he does that same, I'm going to hold on to the ball, hold on to the ball, wait for the play to develop. And he has the escapability. Yeah. Like he can do the Aaron Rodgers thing where he escapes, rolls out, which I hated to play against. Like I hate to play against the Packers because they do that all the time. You can play great defense, but when Aaron can escape everything and then Houdini a ball 40 yards downfield, like Fields has that ability. But but I don't want him out there behind this offensive line. Because I think me and Nathan said this before. Is there an upside to Justin Fields? Probably, but it's going to take a little bit. It's going to take some hellacious play calling, right? Like and it's then, going to have to. It's going to take a play caller that's willing to do what they need to do to be successful. But we could have done that with Mitch Trubisky. You don't go from a pro bowler, which he got in because a guy was out. You know, I think Drew Brees like opted out or some shit. But still, he had twenty eight touchdowns and like ten interceptions, and was which a, for a rookie is really good. Yeah, and I think well, he was second year, but the John Fox year really doesn't count. Yeah, um, but I think that mm, I what Matt Nagy's going to try and make Justin Fields a pocket passer, and that he is not. No, not we right need, now. Not right we now. We need to hire whoever the offensive coordinator is this year for the 49ers. Well, Kyle I don't Shanahan. care who it, it's Shanahan. He calls the plays. Well, I know, but we need to hire because that's what they did. They hired uh, when Sala went to the Jets. He just took the offensive coordinator. Ooh. You know, because he knows the playbook and they're going to yeah. install that same kind of outside zone, West Coast read. You know, who was at, you know, who's at the Bears practice. Doug Peterson. He was there with Bears shit on. Really? Yeah. I don't know. If I, honestly, I would like him. He's got a more aggressive play calling style. I think because he will run RPO stuff quick plays. He did that with Carson Wentz because he didn't want Carson to get hit because he's injury prone. So what do yep. you do? He's like, I got to get the ball out of his hands. So we're going to run the ball. We're going to do jet motions. We're going <laughs> to. We're going to run power and power read and zone read and get it out of his hands. And then what happened? Nick Foles came in. He goes, okay, Nick Foles can't get hit. I got to do the same thing. And they won a Super Bowl. Yep. Do you want to uh, talk about the rough situation the Colts are in right now? Oof. You guys can do that. I missed that game. Well, no. Honestly, Jacob Eason looks pretty good. I thought he looked serviceable. I think the big thing is losing Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Who's the best offensive lineman in the league? Like by a wide margin. And I know he plays guard, which isn't really a premier position, but Jesus. Like that whole team changes. You can't yeah, run the ball offensive. effectively. Like he makes your offensive line better as soon as he gets into the lineup. Especially when he plays left guard. 
and your left tackle's coming off an Achilles tear, like, mm-hmm. you want Quentin Nelson there. Because he's the kind of crazy athlete that will start at guard, bounce out, and kick an edge rusher out. Well, like, he's I'm, a freak. I'm going through that right now personally. Like, when you have a good guard and you had a double team, you want him in that double team. Without him, <clears throat> now you're looking to the center or the left tackle. Like, can you double team? Well, no, they're built different. Mm-hmm. When you don't have a good guard, like the Bears years ago, we had a good interior. So that's what made the run game so good. Now we don't have that. And when they don't have it, it's not going to work. And the Bears do it. I'm a big fan of the idea that, like, when you get injuries on the offensive line, you don't shuffle guys from their position. Right. You don't want to have four new starters because one guy goes out. And, yes, meeting on camera. Everyone can kiss my ass. You're better off to just deal with having the new guy play guard than shuffle everyone around, which is what the Bears have done to James Daniels and Cody Whitehair for like three years now. And they did that to Kyle Long. They put him to tackle. Now he's like, okay. But he, I love Kyle Long. He's one of my favorite offensive linemen. He's a guard. He was an all pro offensive guard. Then they put him to tackle. Yeah, he agreed to it, though. He was like, I'll go play tackle because he's a true player. But at the same time, that's not where he's supposed to play. And the Bears are like, eh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. We're the same, with white, same with white hair, same with Daniels. They bounce <laughs> in between guard center, guard center, guard center. Shit. The Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickofftee.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Tee. This tee gives a coach a strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. It is legal for NCAA, for high school. Okay, The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftea.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftea.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. 
Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off. Or there's an option to buy four. If you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees, if you like it so much, when you use the code CSS, you'll get the fourth one free. So instead of paying full price for all four, you'll get three. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. Use the code CSS. Get 10% off. Buy four to get the fourth one free. This is a game changer, guys. It does more than just hold your balls. Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. And they're football players. Ultimately, they're going to say, I'll play wherever you need me to play. But it's not about that. It's about where can they optimally play. And non-football coaches don't understand or never played. I'm in this situation right now in high school, but like, all right, the rules stay the same. When you go to left guard to right guard, the rules don't change. But what people don't understand is your footwork is completely different. If you're so used to taking your left, your load step first with your left foot, then the right foot to get your hip into the guy, you go to the other side. Well, if you do that same motion and get beat, you got to switch it. So the muscle memory, like people don't get that. Steve, so so you know what's crazy talking about that, right? So. Uh, I've been looking at all the new TFC stuff, the track and field consortium stuff that I do. And this guy named Dan Victor, he's a high school football coach in uh, New York. And he's all into the neurology stuff. So he did a presentation that was basically like neurology shit happens when your foot hits the ground. And when one of your feet hits the ground, it will totally lock you down. And the other foot unlocks everything. So, like, I did this with a player. So, like, I simulated a ground contact with their right foot, and their rotations were just totally unlocked. Did it with the other foot, and it just totally locked it down. Everything. just It's That's wild. Weird. It's wild stuff. Hmm. You get into that neurology stuff, you start messing with some things. It's kind of fun. So, are you saying no, you're like- smart or dumb right now? I'm saying that you could possibly think like you want that guy to be able to rotate to the best as possible. So whatever foot he's stepping with, you probably wanted to step with the one that unlocks his body. Mm-hmm. So when I'm trying to walk a guy back. near me, I load step with the opposite foot to unlock to flip my hip into him. Yes. And then lock it down and get him moving. So I'm doing Maybe. something right. I see, know. I don't know. I ain't never, I ain't never experimented with the stuff. Like I'm just at the ground level, but well, it's just I an old line thing. It's an old line thing. When you step near somebody, you don't generate as much power because you're in a stance and your weight is 50-50. Yeah, when you pick that foot up and plant it down. And I use the term drive. All of our weights on that foot right now, we're going to drive and force that into the next guy. Mm-hmm. But what, but what's hard about it is your your opposite because. When you got guys to your right, you're going to think step with your right foot. Just a natural thing. You want to step with the opposite foot, straight forward and drive. Mm-hmm. In any any sport, any sport, you have to generate power with your feet and your your hips. Yeah. See, I know I know ten percent of what you're talking about. <laughs> I know ten percent of the twenty percent of what you know. Sixty folks every time. Yes. No, so uh, this is off subject, but I was just in Ireland. And we rented a car, drove around Ireland. I don't, know if you've ever, I don't know if you've ever driven on the wrong side of the road. 
but like you don't realize how much driving is mindless, you know? So we like get in the airport. All they had was stick shift cars. That's all they do in Ireland. It's diesel yeah. fuel and stick shift. Yeah. So it's because stick shift. So you're sitting on the right side, stick shift. The stick shift's still American though. Right. So like first gears all the way over, fifth gears closest to you. So you're shifting through a gear backwards. Shifting backwards. Yeah. And I'm driving down the interstate and like my mind is saying like, oh, you're on the wrong lane. Like you're next to the wrong stripe. And I kept drifting over. So mm-hmm. like I'd be driving and then I'd catch myself like in the middle of the two lanes because my mind wanted me to be on the like center line. It was the weirdest experience. And aren't those roads, they're like a car width. Yeah, and there's two cars on it and they're all going 60 miles an hour. So you have to drive into the grass. Yeah. It's and then, then those the brick road in like St. Louis, you know, that's Ireland's main roads in the country. Like that's yeah. all it is. Well, you're driving through the country and you're meeting a car on these roads, and literally, like their road doesn't have a like pullover spot. It's literally like the edge of the road, stone wall. Yeah. <laughs> so when you drive by them, your mirrors are this close to touching. Yeah, and no one slows down. No. We roll with somebody. They reached out and just folded in their windshield. They're like, so I don't lose another one because they'll just click and take them off. Mm -hmm. And mind you, this is sober driving. Like, this is... It was fun. Just being a passenger, you freak out because my mind as a passenger is like, shouldn't we be on the right side of the road? What is going on? And then... And then everything's diesel. Diesel is cheaper over there because all the because all the hills. That's why they have to have diesel mm-hmm. and the stick shift. Yeah, it was it was a weird experience, man. But I had never thought about how much of that is mindless, you know, until I started to go through it, and I'm like, oh, I have to like constantly be thinking about like, no, this is the line that you hug driving down the road. It was weird. Uh. Yeah. Fun trip. We'll not drive over there again. Did that stress you out? Oh, big like, time. Do you yeah. have signs of stress without being able to control them? Like, did you like start sweating and like, uh huh? Like, yeah. So we drove, we flew into Dublin. Like we flew into Dublin, drove clear across the country that day. So. It was like three and a half hours worth of driving because we drove from Dublin to the cliffs. Oh, the cliffs of uh, yeah. Moore. Yeah, we've yeah. been there. There's, there's a golf course over there that Tiger Woods won on before. Yeah. Uh, and by the time I got there, like my entire shirt was drenched. Yep. Like, yeah. it was weird. Like, I hadn't really sweated that much in forever. Your body was in panic mode. For three and a half hours. You know yeah. what's crazy? Ireland's smaller than Illinois, so from top to bottom, you've driven not even Illinois length. Mm-hmm. And then it only rained once. It's there for a when, I was, when I was there, it rained so much that we couldn't even get into Dublin because the roads were like 10 feet of water. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Yeah. But isn't there three yeah. shades of green, Brad? Like everything's different green. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Yeah, there's no – nothing's – it's all one, like, color palette. Just everything there is green. And then everything you buy, when you see a price, that's the price. There's no – that's with tax or whatever it is. So, like – Oh, a candy bar is two eighty nine. You're thinking, okay, wait, well, that's a weird price. No, that's the price. Well, that's kind of nice, though. Yeah, you know exactly what you're paying. So when McDonald's says dollar menu, and it's like a dollar forty eight, and you're like, what the hell is going on? A coffee at McDonald's there is two euros. Yeah. Which is like two seventy five here. Hmm. Yeah. So their McDonald's is like their Starbucks. Yeah, they have bougie McDonald's. And you know what else is good over there, surprisingly, is their Subway. Very weird. Go. Why would you go to a Subway when you're in Ireland? Because it was 5 a.m. off the airplane. That's it was the only thing open. Oh, okay. You want to hear the sketchiest thing that happened while we were on this trip? Yes. This is so, by Rocket Ship Mortgage, Michigan yeah. State Spartans. <laughs> so um, they told us before the trip, they're like, every time you get on a plane, you have to get tested. Which makes sense, whatever. So we went from Chicago to Zurich, Zurich to um, Lisbon, Portugal, Portugal to Ireland, Ireland back to Portugal, Portugal to Germany, Germany back to Chicago. Okay. We never had to be tested except for when we flew back into Portugal. They stopped us at the gate and they're like, we don't accept U.S. vaccines. And I looked at them and I was like, you did four days ago when I was here. And they're like, oh, no, you got to get tested. And you're going to need a PCR test to get back into the U.S. <clears throat> so it's 10 o'clock at night. Had to spend 150 euros, 160 euros, I don't remember, to get two tests. And then I get back in line to get into Portugal, and they didn't even ask for the results. They just stamped my passport, let me in. Did Ashton Kutcher hop out and say you've been punked? But we're keeping your money? Yeah. Yeah. You traveled at a weird time. That was when Ireland was about to shut down. That's when Europe was about to shut down. Yeah. It was dad's there right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ireland's having a rough time, but it's like their government didn't help any businesses when they shut down. So, like, in Dublin, like, 60% of the storefronts are just shut down. Because they paid people. The government sent people money while they were home. So, like, here... Like, to stay home. Right. That's what happened. But their hospitals are way smaller than us. So, like, if 20 people test positive, they go, hold on. Just stop. Everyone, stop what you're doing. Yeah, no. but it's the same thing. Also, oh, oh, 10 people tested positive. Stop. Stop what you're doing. Uh, well, oh, I don't yeah, know. Nathan on that one, Nathan's face is telling me everything I need to know. Like, just, RVA is full right now. 
Well, damn it. I'm in the lowest yeah. percentage in Illinois right now. Off, Is that off just because you have shitty hospitals? No, no, there's not a high transmission rate. Oh. Off off air, I'll tell you what everyone up here thinks about Southern Illinois. That's because you guys are wearing those masks on your guys' buttholes because COVID can be passed through flatulence. I walked to Meyer. There's a sign that says, we encourage masks, and I threw away my mask. I was like, okay. And I walked in, and I'm like, nah. Steve, you are such a rebel. Such a rebel. I won't. Off-air topic. Okay, can we get back on topic? Yeah, because so, yeah, like the COVID thing, it just pisses me off. Yeah, we don't need to talk about COVID. Oh, but real quick, my, my smell is stronger than ever now. Good. See, it enhanced you. You're like a superhero. So yeah. right by right by the high school is where they make um, Clyde's Donuts. Oh, my God. My smell is so good now. I'm like, I'm like what the hell is that? Steve's going to give up his job and become a drug-sniffing dog. <laughs> Steve's a German shepherd now. <laughs> like on Family Guy where he does he's that. A blood, he's he's a bloodhound. Screw that yeah. German shepherd shit. He when, is a bloodhound. When Brian gets addicted to cocaine. <laughs> From doing that. <laughs> All right, is that enough hot topic with the Bears? Yeah, I mean, we got to get rid of Matt Nagy. Let's just be honest. He ain't an offensive guru. They they were 0 for 14 on third down. Or 0 for 11, sorry. Still over, right? 0% third down efficiency. 1 for 4 on fourth down. They only had 14 first downs in the game. Oh, before we move on. I think it was you, Nathan, that commented on Twitter. Somebody said, I would run into a wall for Matt Nagy. I'm like, that's not what happened when he called out the team last year. Yeah, I didn't see that, but I would have made a comment on that. So, like, Matt Nagy put something up, and they were like, oh, this is a coach you want to play for. Like, when he challenges you, I'm like, he did. He tried that. I think it was sarcasm because it was so bland. Did you actually watch the video? No, I can't watch him because he doesn't – nothing – he doesn't motivate me. It was this thing about – uh, Ante Tatunkapunko or whatever the hell his name is. Atetakumpo. Yeah, that guy. So he had this thing about being a professional and like being good or whatever, right? And like basically, Matt, <laughs> yes. Send him uh, a shirt too. If he gets uh, me the EIU games. Yeah, he, uh, he's, he's got NIL money, bud. Yeah. He better send me money. <laughs> You pay me to watch my stuff. So he, uh, so uh, what the hell are we? Oh, yeah. So he like reads this or plays this video from Giannis. And then like, then he sits there and he goes, yeah, that's, that's what we got to do. We got to be better professionals. That was it. That was what it is. And I was like, this has to be sarcastic because you can't tell me that this was like a real thing. It was Giannis getting interviewed after a game. And then, like, it was just him being honest because that's just what he does. And then Nagy goes, see, this is what we got to do, guys. So you see what he said? We have to copy that. (laughs) Dude, I love the one guy that keeps putting up the hashtag, the BU clown show. I love that. When it was in his wall in that draft day, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um. 
if you had to pick one to fire, though, because I don't think they're going to fire both of them, would you rather fire the head coach or the GM? You got to clean. I think, honestly, now they clean house. Because of how cl- – because before this season started, both their names were connected of, like, are they both coming back or are they both fired? Because I think it's Chicago. I think it's Chicago. Get them both out. They need to go to Arlington. And then they need to sell the franchise to people who aren't living in, like, the 30s. Get, like, some new blood in there. See what the hell happens. I don't know. I think I would rather lose Ryan Pace. Yeah, but then you still have Matt Nagy calling the plays. I don't care. I We need first-round draft picks, and this dude keeps throwing them away like they're candy, like we're – the LA Rams like the Rams can get away with that because they already have three different all world players. But how much is the ownership? How much is the ownership and Matt Nagy involved in those conversations? I'd have to think McCaskies are involved in these conversations. So, I mean, realistically they have to go. Well, didn't they say, they said before the draft pace wasn't allowed to mortgage future picks on this draft. And then we trade it up for a dude who needs back surgery. Yeah. We need I was I was so pumped up to watch him play too. I was too. He's a monster. And how does this back shit not get out until after the draft? Once again, if, like if he had back problems, you probably could have gotten him where you were in the second round. Yeah. And then I'm not or, or you could have drafted Dylan Radon's who looks like a stud for the Titans. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We need El Presidente to buy the Bears. If Dave Portnoy bought the Bears, that would be – he doesn't have enough money. Well, and and Roger Goodell would somehow block it. Yeah. Big Big Cat would be the GM is what would happen. That would be horrible. And Jay Cutler. I want to see uh, Lewis. Is it Lewis Riddick? Yeah. I think, I mean, what the hell? He might be all right. Like the way he talks about football. Maybe he has a clue. Can the Rock buy the Bears? Dude, we could have got one of the tackles from Notre Dame. I'm looking at the people we could have drafted after him. Could have got. Cost me from freaking Texas. I mean, th- there was a lot of dudes that we could have got instead of him and, like, been solid. Mm-hmm. But what the hell do we know? We're just three idiots. But I bet you I wouldn't draft somebody who needed back surgery. Especially with the Bears' history. I think this really goes deep, though, because they've had that same doctor there because I watched him talk at a football clinic in Illinois. And this missing on picks, in my opinion, is all on that medical guy. How the fuck do you say, hey, it's okay to draft this guy, and it's not okay to draft that guy? Well, I think they they get confirmation bias a little bit because they did that with Eddie Jackson. Yeah. Remember, he broke his leg at Alabama. That's why he fell to us in, like, what, the fifth round? 
fourth round, I think. But yeah, fourth round. He fell. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Probably should have been a first or second round draft pick. So they're like, oh, let's just draft all these guys with injury issues that are going to fall. Don't yeah. worry, we can fix them. But but Eddie Jackson was after Gabe Karimi and Chris Williams. That that same medical guy, I'm pretty sure, has been there. They and like we're, we're in a like conglomerate. So the way that works is they have a conglomerate of like seven teams that have medical guys. And they sit there, the doctors go through the medical records of all these players, right? And so they're like sitting there going through this. How the hell do they not come to a consensus? Because it's like seven seven doctors that deal with sports shit. How can they not come to a consensus of like, hey, this might be an alien back thing. Like we might have to deal with this forever. Or did Ohio State block it? I'm sorry, but in the first three rounds, if somebody has had an injury that they haven't came back from and played like a season, I would have a very hard time drafting them, especially trading up to draft them. But luckily we're the Bears who are stupid. Like, I don't know what else to say. They're just stupid. Like, we need to move to Arlington. We need a new ownership. We need a new GM. We need a casino across the street from the stadium. We need a hotel right across the street. To where I don't have to drive to the city to watch a freaking game and want to hit my head against the wall while driving in the city. Yeah. And the mayor of Chicago can go f off because yeah, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, you won't catch my ass dead in Chicago because you would probably catch my ass dead if I was in Chicago. I kind of wanted to yesterday for the Blue Angels. Those are pretty cool to see. I've seen them before. Yeah. 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 Chicago okay. Air Show. There was like 2 million people there, though. Don't you worry. Yeah, COVID doesn't exist. We beat Okay, let's move on. Move on. Yes. New yeah. 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 So the Bears suck. So let's talk some Illinois foosball. Real quick. We play Nebraska. Thank God Nebraska's not going to wear those, um, those uh, overall jerseys. Oh, those are bad. Are those oh. real? Yes, it's real. I hope they lose by 85 that game. <laughs> I hope I hope they have to play Ohio State and the NCAA comes in and makes them wear those. You know what you did. Put this on. <laughs> so they haven't released a depth chart yet. Starting quarterback going to be Peters? Yes. I'm yeah. Sure. 
Okay. Slot receiver Isaiah Williams. I like that. Um, I like that because then you can get some trick plays out of that with him out there, too. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think. Oh, by the way, Alabama, they have a guy who's probably the best name ever. His first name is Kool-Aid. Number one defensive back in this past recruiting class. Probably going to be starting for him. So, He just signed a huge NIL deal with Kool-Aid, too. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Which is badass. Yeah. Which someone brought up, like, if you're a big-name high school recruit, how are you not making your nickname like Ferrari? Yeah. Right? Oh, now they say it's not real. I'm, like, looking it up. What? Those uniforms. Oh, so I'm trying to look. They said it was supposed to be against. It was supposed to be against Oklahoma, and I was like, "Oh, that's not why. That's not the game to wear those jerseys." No. Yeah, I'm looking. Well, you got Epstein back. (laughs) Just trying to think. It sucks. <laughs> what? I know you're talking about the running back, but just if you came into this conversation oh, at that point, Jesus. <laughs> we have to now say first names before. Yeah. Um. Then we should have a very veteran offensive line, right? Like someone which says, "What's up? What's back? up, Bulldogs?" 1992. Yes. Um. I think that the offense line should be really good. Yeah. You got Doug Kramer, two experienced tackles. Really the only uh, weak spot's going to come in at like left guard. Which and, is where we're replacing Kendrick Green. Yeah, but they brought in through the transfers a FCS All-American. Which I guarantee you the dude can play. Right. Oh, no, they've said, like, you know, Doug Kramer's, like, notorious for being really nasty. Yeah. They're like, this dude's every bit as nasty as Doug Kramer. So I'm like, I'm in on that. Yeah. We're, we should be solid up front with, with Coach Miller up there coaching those boys. Like, have you yeah. seen him mic'd up and everything? Yeah. Like, he'll be a head coach soon here in a couple well, of years. Well, even probably. just – even just getting to talk to him that one time, Steve, that was pretty wild. And I mean, he just has like that imposing, like, this is what we do. And it's like, mm-hmm. no bullshit. Like they're not sitting there to kiss your ass. It's just, this is how it's going to be. Um, but yeah. And tight end wise, like we should be pretty damn good tight end wise. And it's going to be in an offense that will utilize tight ends. Yes. Cause you yeah. got Barker and Luke Ford. Because go back and watch, go back and watch Coach Peterson's offense, especially at App State. He goes double tight, he goes wing, he goes H back, and he wants to run the ball, and then all of a sudden a quick, like vertical route to those guys. Because Illinois has not had an identity on offense since Ron Zook was there. I don't even remember what they did with what's his face. Who was that? I will almost bet Illinois will be in the top three in the Big Ten in rushing this year. 
Oh, yeah, because they're really deep at running back. Yeah. No, they're, picked got, last. they're picked last. Like, Illinois is picked at the bottom. Wow. Oh, and they should be. Let's be honest. They should be picked at the bottom of the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, it's fine with me, but it's like, no respect. You have 40 seniors coming back. You have a veteran offensive line coming back. Yeah. As much as Peters hasn't succeeded, I mean, you have a veteran quarterback. You have a veteran head coach. You have a veteran offensive coordinator. Peters throws a nice ball. He's just not a spread quarterback. Which this offense works perfectly. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. for his style, they will make it work. I have a feeling that Bielema and Peterson will make an offense work. They're not going to be like Matt Nagy and be like, well, this is our system, and you either fit it or you don't. They're going to do shit because Bielema ultimately is a winner. He wants to win. Or like Illinois where one year we have the pro style, next year we come out and, like, try to do spread option, and then we try to go back to, like, a balanced offense, then we went spread. Like, there's been no identity in Illinois' offense. And then defense, it's, it's Tampa 2 or die, and we died. Yeah. Like, oh, we, Tampa 2 is just not built for the college game. I don't know. Well, you have to have such freak athletes at linebacker. And you have to and get a lot of – pulling those guys in. And yeah. you have to be able to turn the, them to get a lot of turnovers. Like, you can do it with Peanut Tillman back there. You can do it with Brian Urlacher sitting in the middle. You can't do that in Illinois. Yeah, it's a very yeah. I I just I have a good feeling that they will they will figure it out and we will be far more competitive than what most people think. I don't know what that number is, but looking let's look at their schedule here. Let's see what we got. Defensively, I'm excited to see them play. When you've got Brent Bielema and them doing defense, and they've already said we are going to be a multiple defense because that's just who we are. Because I from everything I've heard. And again, I'm not on Twitter anymore, so I don't. I'm not in in on everything. You're still banned. Still banned. Um, everything I've heard is like they're thinking it's going to be a three four against like your more traditional teams. So like your Wisconsin's, the world, your Iowa's. You'll mm-hmm. see an uneven front, but then on the spread teams like Nebraska, they're probably going to run a four two five. Well, if you okay. watch the spring game. Well, the spring game, they just came out in 3-4, right? Well, they kept jumping. Like, on certain downs, they came out in that four-man, and then they'd hop into their 3-4. Yeah. But what I really liked, I was just bringing – I just wanted to bring this up. Did you watch it where Brent Bilma's on the sideline being interviewed while the game's going on? And then he goes, I wonder what we're running here. And then he goes, do I have to put my headset on? They go, sure, give us an insight. So he puts it on. And he's like, all right, TP, what you got? He goes, all right, we're about to run inside zone here and to set up this play right here, and then the third play is going to be this. So they run the zone. Then they ran this play action that he said they were going to do, and he goes, all right, now on third down, we're trying to set this up, and then they did this. So, like, offensively, he was telling them, like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's good. like, could Lovey Smith have done that? No. Their offense? Probably I think not. Lovey Smith was so disconnected. Lovey Smith was a name. And let's be honest, Lovey. we're so used to living in the past that we thought that we were going to be good. <laughs> Lovey Smith, Lovey Smith was running the U of I like a business, which is what you have to do in the NFL. Yeah, like your head coach is kind of just your boss, 
right? And the coordinators take care of everything, you know? Yeah. And in, in college, that doesn't work. Like, it just doesn't work. And I think Brett Bielema is so like he's put it. You see him like putting his imprint on this whole team. And then Dude, how the hell like, are we going to watch? How the hell are we going to watch the Illinois Virginia game when it's on the ACC network? You can't. And isn't it at like ten a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Yeah. That's. But no, like. I've been on a couple po- or a podcast where we went through each conference, and the first one we did was like you know, the Big Ten, you know, with, on this side. And I had to go on there and defend Illinois. Everybody's like, "Oh, they're going to win two or three games," and I was like, "Well, let's hold on a second. And they think Nebraska is going to just whip <sighs> Illinois. You know, I'm so pissed. They play Maryland on a Friday night, and we have a game. So if anybody wants Illinois tickets, I have two available. We have to play a team at Trinity College this year because their football field isn't done on a Saturday. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, no, I could see Illinois winning eight games. Well, like, people are saying you Nebraska is going to whip Illinois. And I'm like, if Lovey Smith can come up with a game plan to beat Nebraska a couple times, I have to believe Bielema is going to come up with a plan. Yeah. And I don't think Scott Frost is – long for that job they're under investigation right now yeah which people are saying nebraska self-reported that so they could get out of scott frost's scott frost's contract because that's what that's what tennessee did to get out of their head coach's buyout scott frost is a good offensive mind when he was at you 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 know uh central florida yeah. That offense, I don't know, works at Nebraska with the way you have to recruit up there. Yeah. yeah. How Florida confident are you? Are still hellacious athletes. In Nebraska, you're kind of like. Is that the spread versus Nebraska, seven points? Wait, they just got to cover it? Because I think Bielema was going to come out. I, I think it's going to be interesting. I think our guys are going to see it a big crowd for the first time in probably two years. Oh, it's got to be sold out, I would think. Wait, is it Illinois plus seven? I don't have Illinois plus seven. I'd take that all day, every day. It can't be – Illinois can't be a seven-point favorite. Yeah, so I would assume they're getting a touchdown. Because – let me see here. Where I'm looking these up, they're not giving me the spreads. Damn it, now I'm going to have to get on my Illinois plus seven. I would take that. I would take that. I think Illinois. FanDuel has Illinois. Illinois on FanDuel is plus 6.5 for the spread. I'd still take that because I think it's a field goal if, if they lose. Is the over going to be 55.5 points or under for the total? Under. Yeah, because Nebraska, they can't figure out what the hell offense they're going to run half the time. But that's, that's what yeah. I don't understand. People are like, oh, Nebraska's going to turn a corner this year. And I'm like, why? What tells you that – and I'm friends with some of these guys. What tells you that he's going to turn it around? What recruit – did he get these big-time recruits I don't know about? We have a transfer safety from Alabama. 
we basically got a player from each of the <laughs> college football playoff teams other than – the hell was it? I can't even remember now. Anytime you get a defensive back from Alabama, you're probably going to do okay. Yeah, and Prather Hudson. People yeah. think 65% of people think Nebraska will win. No. I, hate to say I think it. it's a home game. I think they're jazzed up to play. Like and Something just isn't right in Nebraska. I like Scott Frost. I just don't know the way you recruit it. It's the same problem with Iowa State and um, Minnesota, the way you have to recruit. It's hard to recruit up there. And then geographically with Nebraska, before the Big 12 disappeared, they should have gone back to the Big 12. Hey, all you football coaches out there, I know if you're like me, we want to be simple. And we're always looking for a way to add to the game. Drills, plays, all that stuff. Okay? So if you're like me and you're looking for drills, you're trying to figure out how to do this, well, there's no simpler way than getting back to the basics. So I want to thank Coach Stone for contributing, sponsoring this podcast, helping me out with other things. So I need you guys, if you want to get back to the basics, you need to go get this book, Back to the Basics Football Drill Manual, from Back to the Basics from Coach Stone Football. This book is 500 pages, over 500 pages. And it goes from offense, defense, special teams, tackling, turnovers, everything that you need is right here. You get this book and you look at all of his other stuff, you will never need to go look up another drill again. It has, like, all these drills. I kid you not. This book has it for you, okay? So, if you're like me, and we always talk about becoming simple, we're always talking about making things easier on our players, Back to the Basics is for you. So, please go to CoachStoneFootball.com. It has this book on there. I believe this was his first, was Coach Stone's first one. You need to go on there and get it. Um, CoachStoneFootball.com. It's on there. I think it's on Amazon, but if you go to his website, there's so much other stuff. I recommend going to the website. Um, there's other books on there, but this is the first one you need to look at for drills from all aspects of the game. There's over a hundred drills, I believe in this book. So again, go to coachstonefootball.com, go get this book and let's get back to the basics. Like we brought them into the big Ten because it's Nebraska and then they've sucked. Yeah, yeah. That's just like bringing in Rutgers. I don't think Northwestern's going to be good. I think so. I think I think their defense will be a struggle a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think they're still going to be good. I don't know if they'll make it to the Big Ten championship again, but they're not going to be below five hundred. They're going to be. I mean, they'll be competitive because they still have some guys coming back from that team. I don't know. And just watching that speech about how they're never going to be bad ever again. Like, it's a Tim Tebow speech. I hate when people do that. Tim Tebow, he's the only one that can do that. I said it's like Tim Tebow. I know, but don't don't try to do that. All right, we're on the same page. We're both the only Tim Tebow fans, probably. So, when Lovey started getting his shit together... And his kids finally got older. Because once, when Nebraska first joined the Big Ten, we were getting our ass throttled. 
but we lost in Champaign by four points uh, in 2019 and then spanked their ass in Nebraska by 18 last year. And you, you can't tell me having investigations and stuff that there isn't things weighing on their mind. And if it's Scott Frost, if it's to get him out of a contract, that's going to be stress that he ain't going to need coming into an Illinois team, which they know nothing about. They know absolutely nothing about it. And then we have Bielmo, who's a good defensive mind. You have that Coach Walters, who coached SEC defenses. Yeah. Dialing mm-hmm. it up. Peterson's been offensive coordinator for 25, 30 years. He's won a national title at Marshall, like one at App State. We have 40, 40 seniors. Yeah. I think I think the big thing is, is like when you look at it, is uh... – when Lovey first got hired, so I remember when Lovey first got hired, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's Lovey Smith. And it was like his figurehead, right? And, like, it was cool to go around and he talked to the special teams guy. And he's from, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers when they won their last Super Bowl. So he's wearing a Super Bowl ring and taking a picture with uh, Hardy Nickerson, all-decade running back and all, or linebacker and all this stuff. But there was not, like, a swag about them. It was – this is it's about who they were. And I think Bielema, I think those guys have a swag about them. And it's just kind of hard to explain. But they just have like this kind of swagger, like they're bought into the University of Illinois more than they are themselves. And I don't think that was the way it was with like Lovey and his namesake. Because let's be honest, Lovey, oh, I lose my Illinois job. I can just go coach. In, in, you know, the NFL at some whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I think Bielema, I think they are all bought into one entity and that's how they view it as opposed to all of these separate figureheads that sound good, but don't necessarily get the job done. I think you haven't, you haven't seen this level of like swagger from a coaching staff really since Ron Zook was there. Yeah. Which is weird to say that Ron Zook had swagger, but he did. He did. And we at least we would be competitive. Exactly. What happened, Steve? Steve? Oh, there he is. Brad jumped. No, you jumped. I blame Brad. Yeah. Brad jumped. Okay. Yeah. Boxed right now. Blame me. 
Well, because you think Denver's a media market. That's why I'm blaming. I don't think. I don't think that. So Illinois, I think, covers the spread. And if you want a flyer, I would take them head up. I think there's way there's a a ton of excitement for them not to cover seven points. True. I, I think it's a field goal. If Illinois wins, it'll be like a two touchdown game. Like they're gonna have that swag and they're gonna like carry it in and they'll have the ball rolling. If they lose, I think they lose on like a last second field goal. Yeah, I see the winner winning by seven or ten points, like at the most. It's going to yeah. be back and forth. But I would take Illinois plus seven. Illinois could win between six and nine games this year. Yes. Where are you seeing nine games? I'm talking about the most. Like if they could like get it rolling. I mean, they can beat Nebraska. They can beat UTSA even though they're good. Virginia is going to be a toss-up because Virginia is getting better. They have a good O-line coach. They have a good offense coordinator. Maryland, even though I like their staff, Maryland just hasn't got it rolling. I know what's his brother's quarterback, but still they didn't impress me that much. Yeah, Tagovailoa's brothers there. They can beat Purdue. They can beat Charlotte. They can beat Rutgers. I don't think Minnesota is going to be good this year. I think – I think Wisconsin will be interesting. That's a homecoming game, dude. And if you don't think Coach Bielema don't want to show out. Yeah. I think that, like, their recruiting this year has been impressive. You know? We've won some battles. Battles that Illinois doesn't win. Yeah. Recruiting battles. We've won a couple. I think for Illinois to continue to be effective – They've got to at least be 500. I think they will be. They're going to win at least six games. I don't know. It depends on. It all depends on which. Go ahead. One of those gimmies, we're going to lose. Oh, no. We have to show up and play. Illinois is that team that cannot come in and make a bunch of mistakes. Like, they just can't. And with the staff coaching them, I don't think we will, but we have to not make mistakes. Now, yeah. it all depends on if Rutgers got better and if Minnesota got better. P.J. Flex a good CEO. He's a good motivator. It is tough to recruit there. When you get whipped by Michigan last year, after your amazing year, and then you come in and Michigan whips you, yeah, and then Illinois goes and beats you, I have to think if Illinois did with Lovey Smith's staff, Bielema could do it with this staff. You like guys realize we haven't beat Iowa but once since 2003? I think Iowa's going to compete with Ohio State to win the Big Ten. They're going to be good this year. Oh, and it's at Iowa. Iowa's going to be yeah. good this year. We don't win that game. No. Chalk that up to a loss. At Minnesota, though, I feel okay about that. And then they've got yeah. Penn State ranked like 17th in the nation or something. So they're high on Penn State. But Why? that's off of previous – they had Saquon Barkley a few years ago, and they think that they've done something. But they now haven't they, really done much since. I wasn't impressed, impressed with Nebraska or uh, Penn State, but they apparently they've got good players. I don't know. They're pretty high on them. They have them up there in the Big Ten. 
I think it's at and home, Penn, right? Oh, we Penn State, State had a horrible year. Yeah, they were not good. And they beat us by 30. Is Penn State is Penn State ranked higher than LSU? Probably. Because to me, they're they're the same team. I think college football. Top AP top 25. LSU is 16. Penn State is 19. Yeah, see, that, that seems appropriate. Like, I think LSU has a better year than Penn State. Iowa State is fifth. Wow. Ohio State is six. Mm, not in the AP. Iowa State is seven. Where am I at? Are you NCAA on the NCAA.com five days ago. Oh. Week one, all voters. Or we could just look at whoever. Now, Alabama one, Oklahoma two, Clemson three, Ohio State four, Georgia five, AM six, Iowa State seven, Cincinnati eight, Notre Dame nine, North Carolina ten. Oregon 11. There you go, Brad. Your ducks are making a comeback. Wisconsin 12. Florida 13. Miami 14. That'll be a fun game to watch. Alabama and Miami. Isn't that week one? Yes. Uh, USC 15, which that's probably off a namesake because what the hell have they done lately? Uh, LSU 16, which they were young last year, and if they don't throw a shoe, they beat Florida. Um Indiana 17, Iowa 18, Penn State 19. No, you got that backwards. They beat Florida. Oh, yeah, yeah. Florida would have beat them if they hadn't thrown a shoe. Which, actually, that kid uh, is playing really well in the NFL. Good for him. Wilson, Hmm. like, they're saying he's going to start. All I got to say is the Raging Cajun potato skins are in at 23, and I am happy. They're going to be good. And Coastal Carolina in there at 22. Mm -hmm. Getting that respect. Texas at 21. Texas. (laughs) Overrated, as usual. (laughs) They forgot what the hell Steve Sarkeesian's done outside of USC when they had a million recruiting violations. But that was with shit. That was with whiskey in his hand. This is without whiskey. Let's see what happens. Buddy, Texas is going to lead him to drink because he's going to realize real quick, oh, shit, we're going to the SEC. I'm getting my ass beat. Yeah. He'll leave before that happens. Like, all right, I'm leaving here 2023 or whatever. I'm going. And I'm going back to Alabama to be an offensive coordinator. Did you watch Alabama's spring game? No, I should have. It's probably better than most NFL preseason games. That First of all, there's a couple things you need to watch. One, that quarterback's pretty good. Number two, they had – it might have been Kirk Herbstreit. I don't know. He was standing next to Nick Saban trying to interview him during the game. And Saban's watching the game, and somebody's telling him to play, like stand next to him telling him what's going on. And he's trying to watch the play and coach, and and they're asking him a question. He's just standing there watching the play, and then he goes, "What? <laughs> What'd you say?" Nick Saban's like the guy who does the interviews, but he doesn't like the interviews. But mm-hmm. um, the big thing I took was 
Bill O'Brien coming in as OC and worrying about the offense, they asked him about it. They said, so what's the offense going to look like? He goes, exactly the same that we've done the last three or four years. He goes, he's going to run my stuff. We have a system. We are not doing what he wants to do. We're doing what I want to do. And he said, he, he said, Bill, he said, Coach O'Brien bought in. He goes, now he's going to bring some NFL things in. He goes, but, and when you watch their offense, it looks exactly the same. Well, Saban's got to the point now where it's, you know, the old adage defense wins championships. No, scoring 60 points in the championship normally wins you the championship. They did not miss a beat. This quarterback can throw the ball and he can move. So Matt Ray sent out a tweet and basically said, everybody thought 2019's wide receiver group was fast. The group they have now is 0.4 miles an hour faster in-game speed than what that group was with Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, uh, Henry Ruggs. Yeah. This who's, group, their, who's their number one this year? Uh, they'll have uh, – oh, shit. What's his – Michi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who will probably be a first-round draft pick. Probably. And they've got that Forrestal, that tight end that's a badass. He's a big boy, and he's fast. Yeah. Like, for how big he He looks like a Notre Dame tight end, but, like, two miles an hour faster. Like, that's yeah. what's happening right now. I drove by their practice facility, and I was, like, trying to, like, sneak a peek to see if I could see anybody out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're lying there working out. Person. They brought A-Rod in there shortly after we were there. I mean, I was on campus the day before. I don't know why they didn't ask me to talk. Let me tell you about planting your foot in the ground. (laughs) Let me tell you something. (laughs) If you don't play out, you'll end up being like me, and that's all the motivation they need. Get out there. (laughs) Oh, you you are an Illinois fan? Get out. Yeah. Go eat beef jerky and get out. Why is Notre Dame ranked ninth? Because they're Notre Dame. They're going to be trash. Same reason Penn State's ranked so high. Notre Dame's, Notre Dame's going to have an okay offensive line again, and I think they have a couple of tight ends. It's going to be their quarterback. And then I think they're, they have a new defensive coordinator, so I don't know. It's not going Let's to be- ask this question. Here's this question. Does anybody outside – of the top seven make it into the championship game or into the playoff? Or can I we just go ahead and say, can we go ahead and say, all right, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State are already in. Who's the fourth team? I honestly think North Carolina is going to compete with Clemson in the ACC. Okay. And, okay, Cincinnati, I know they play in group of five. But have you looked at their schedule? It's a tough schedule. They have two or three games against top 25 teams, like top 15 teams. They play Indiana week three. Yeah. That'll be a good game. So if they go undefeated, I think they're in. But look, they play Indiana one week. The very next week, they play, or two weeks later, they play Notre Dame. Then they play Gus Malzahn versus UCF. I think if they beat Notre Dame, like, one, thank God we don't have to watch Notre Dame in another college football playoff. Well, Cincinnati's defensive so coordinator is now Notre Dame's defensive coordinator. Oh. Yeah. 
that's what I'm saying. Cincinnati had a good defense. You bring him into Notre Dame, it's not going to be this 4-3, keep everything in front. It's going to be, F you, we're coming after you. Like, Yeah. Unless, if we see red face Kelly, though, and then we know it's going to hell. Like, then they're going <laughs> to lose. Tipping the bottle a wee bit too much. You know what? I think legitimately uh, Miami has a chance. No, they don't. I think they do. They're going to lose by 28 against Alabama. Who's their quarterback? Is it that kid it's from St. Louis? King. Who is it? Derek King. Is that the kid from East St. Louis? I don't know where he's from. I, know that kid, I think that kid transferred. They had their they had their same starter back from last year. Hmm. I think Miami Miami's, chance, they're going to be good, but it's like that second year with the staff, and you start with Alabama. Dude, this is such a Miami thing. So I searched Miami Hurricane football. First thing it pops up: former Miami Hurricanes player Rashawn Jones arrested. Uh, in the 2006 shooting death of teammate Brian something. So he shot his own teammate and killed him. That's Miami. Well, Steve and I have talked about this before. That that was the early 2000s where anything played. Everyone got to do cocaine. It was a better time. It was a better time for college football. Oh, they play – Miami plays App State week two. Michigan State. I don't know who the third team is. I mean, their schedule is very favorable, actually, after they get – but once they get to North Carolina – I think North Carolina is going to be good. They're going to be very good. Yeah, North Carolina is going to be good, but North Carolina also ran up the score on Miami last year, so there's a little, like, revenge game thing going on there. Yeah, but Wait, North Carolina got dude, better. You want to talk about a fall from grace? Tate Martell. Remember him? From QB1. Uh-huh. Mm. Went to Ohio State. Now he's listed as an athlete at UNLV. Athlete. <laughs> You're just an athlete. That's rough. To join UNLV as an athlete. Or they're music. talking, they're talking about uh what's his Quinn Ewers pushing to be the starting quarterback at Ohio State. Didn't they already come out with a starter, though? They did. But it's the same thing. Like, you have the – he's the highest-rated quarterback ever to go through, like, you prospect know, rankings. You know it's going to be a really good game week one, and this is going to be next week? Georgia versus Clemson's the first game. Week one, there's an unbelievable slate of games. Even down to LSU, UCLA. Well, wait, who is Mississippi State play? That's all I care about. My God. They probably don't even play week one. Louisiana Tech, that's going to be a tough one. (laughs) It is. Mm. They're good. Louisiana Tech's good. Are they actually good? They're supposed to be good again. Oh. I'm telling you, this other podcast I did, we had to go through each conference. We just haven't done the SEC yet. That's the last one. So I had to look at all this. Huh. Well, fellas, I got a football meeting I got to go to. So 
Steve, good luck with your week one, buddy. We're going to need it. Yeah. And I will uh, – We got Clifton Central. Did uh, Matt pop in here? He did not. That's probably why. No. Yeah. That's all right. He likes Michigan, so we'll keep those people out of here. Yeah. Uh, I mean those people because Michigan fans are those people. Those people. So are we done? Yeah. Are me and Brad sticking on? Are we done? Are we done being live? I mean, yeah, I am I will be at Illinois' game next week, so. Ooh. Well, maybe I'll see you there. Oh, I'm sure. What you section won't... are you in? Where are you sitting? Uh, 116 on the horseshoe. Yeah, you're definitely – you're either in front of me or behind me. We're row 38. No, you're not. You're literally, like, right next to me then. Oh, really? What are your seats? Uh, is it, give me a second to look it up. God damn it, I won't be there. Yeah, Steve, we know you're not going to be there because you – You skipped out on a Big Ten championship game. Yeah, you you don't care about Illinois sports. Take that hat off. <laughs> I, I think the internet froze. I couldn't hear what you guys said. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. I'm I, do, I may have to go to the Northwestern Ohio game because I'm friends with the Ohio line coach up here. I well, have to Steve, that. Soft flex there, Steve. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, if there is an Illinois game I'm going to go to, though. Um, which one is it? I think it was Wisconsin, maybe I was going to go. Oh, that'd actually be a cool game. Okay. So we are section 116, row 38, seat 14 and 15. So you're like in the middle of 116 is where you're at. Because I think yeah. they go to like 30. Yeah, we're seats three and four. I got to be close to that aisle, buddy. Oh, yeah. No, I understand that. Because there's people who actually sell their tickets right next to us on the right. And I was like, if he says he's row one or if he's seat one and two, they're like. They were available. It'll be a battle for nut space. <laughs> <laughs> I get there an hour before the game so I can claim my territory. <laughs> Yeah, no, we just have to figure out, um, like, what I'm going to do tailgate-wise, hop around, if I'm going to do that at all or not. I would like to, but... It'll probably be pretty hopping over there. I would say so. I'm pretty jacked up, but I don't normally tailgate. I go and watch the pregame and try and get cool ideas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. now that I know all the inner workings from Bryce's uh, thing that he did at the U of I, maybe I'll just somehow sneak in. I know all the hallways now, bitches. Yeah, you know how to sneak in the back. Yeah. Brad, he can take you to go bowling in their thing right there. In the Smith Center, yeah. It's right inside the door to the right. I and know it's where. A, it's a nice crisp 58 degrees in that bad boy. Yeah. Well, think about how many husks. Think about how many husky-ass dudes are walking around that facility every day. They're going to keep it cold. Yeah. Got a lot of man sweat going on. <laughs> All right, I'll end it so you guys can go. Yes, I yeah. got to get going. So, yeah. wow, see so you guys. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.